We all know that we should be posting on our wedding business social media regularly. But do you ever sit down to make one of those posts and just think, I have no idea what to talk about? It may be that you've only just started your wedding business and you just don't have a lot of content yet. Perhaps because of the last couple of years, you feel like the content you do have is outdated, or perhaps you just struggle to come up with ideas. How on earth can you write on your social media every day? What are you going to be talking about? Well, today's episode is going to help you because I'm going to be sharing seven ideas that you can be posting to your social media accounts right now. Whether it's Facebook or Instagram or somewhere else, these ideas should spark your imagination and get you posting regularly. I'm Becca Poutney, wedding business marketing expert, speaker and blogger, and you're listening to the Wedding Pros Who Are Ready To Grow podcast. I'm here to share with you actionable tips, strategies and real life examples to help you take your wedding business to the next level. If you are an ambitious wedding business owner that wants to take your passion and use it to build a profitable, sustainable business doing what you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get going with today's episode. You might want a pen and paper for today's episode because I've got seven great ideas which you can action and get started with straight away. So let's dive straight in with number one. The first thing that you can be posting about on your social media accounts is you. Yes, you heard me right. Talk about yourself. People absolutely love seeing pictures of you on your business accounts. They want to see the face or the faces behind the brand. They don't want to see a corporate looking business. They want to know who it is that runs the business. Ultimately, in the wedding industry, they are booking you. You are going to be there on their big day and they want to get to know you. You may have heard it before, but people need to know, like and trust you before they're going to part with their hard earned cash and work with you. And posting a picture about yourself is a really great way that people can get to know you very, very fast. I suggest, especially on Instagram, that you have a photo of you at least every nine squares on your grid. So anyone that visits your profile can see instantly who it is that's behind the business. If there's more than one person in your team, then take it in turns and get pictures out there of your faces. On my own Instagram, I see that the pictures of me get the best engagement. It's a little bit embarrassing, but I know that it works. I think people like to see a face. They feel like they're getting to know you and people just give it a heart. Now, this might take you out of your comfort zone. You may feel uncomfortable putting your face on the screen, but trust me, people love it. If you want to feel more confident, go get some branding imagery, have some professional photographs taken that you can use of you at work, of you doing what you love. So post about yourself. That's the first idea. Now, once you've got that picture of yourself on that grid, what are you going to write underneath it? Well, this is, again, a great place to show people what you're about and to help people build that know, like and trust factor. Introduce yourself, not just in a corporate kind of way, but talk about the things that you love, the things that make you different, the things that you enjoy doing at the weekend, things that people can resonate with or relate to. So for me, I'm often heard talking about how much I love musical theatre, that I love to sing in my free time, or that I'm a massive fan of the Spice Girls. And people love that, it resonates with them because they can think, oh, me too, or definitely not me. So the first thing I wanna encourage you to be posting on your social media accounts is a picture of you, show them behind the brand and show them who it is that they're going to be working with. Okay, post number two. Now my idea for post number two is simple. It's a straightforward testimonial. Some words that a past couple or even a fellow supplier in the wedding industry has said about you. 
Hopefully you've got some of these somewhere on maybe on Google reviews, maybe on Facebook reviews, or even in cards or on emails that couples have sent to you. You can use these and they make great social media posts. You've got two ways to do this. The first way is to make some of those words into a graphic. You can use a program like Canva and turn it into a quote and then you can share that graphic onto your social media accounts with the testimonial on it. Beware though, especially on Facebook, they don't like graphics with lots of words on them, so it may not reach as many people. But you can make these look really pretty. The other option is to just share a picture, a beautiful image of you, your products, something to do with a wedding, even that wedding day itself, and then share the testimonial in the comment below. Okay, it's important to know that you don't always have to exactly reflect what's in the comment in the picture. As long as the picture is reflecting you and your work, the comment can be something different. So you could share a picture of one of your beautiful wedding cakes or flowers or a couple and underneath it you can say here's what X and X person said about their special day. Testimonials work well because people again need to learn to trust you and if they can see other people's opinions of you it's going to help them form their own opinion of you too. So that's idea number two, a testimonial post. Right let's move on to idea number three. My third idea for what you should be posting on your social media are throwback pictures. Just because there's no weddings happening for you right now doesn't mean there never has been. I'm sure on your computers you've got archives of your best work hidden away in the files on your hard drives or on your computer or even in your phone. They might be pictures of previous weddings that you've worked at, previous cakes or flowers or whatever it is that you've made, or perhaps even styled shoots that you've been in over the last couple of years. Well, start digging those pictures out. People still want to see them as long as they're still relevant to you and your brand, and as long as they're reflecting the work that you produce right now, there's no reason not to pull them back out of the archives. Now, again, there's two options here. You can say it's a throwback, throwback to this wedding in 2019, where we did this and we loved this, and talk about what it is that you did for them. Or just share the picture. Don't necessarily tell people it's the throwback. Just use it as an inspirational image. Talk about what's in the picture. Tell a story. Do anything in the comment underneath or above if you're on Facebook. But you will have lots of pictures and people love to see them. Just because they've been featured on one blog somewhere else once in the past, most of your audience will never have come across them. So why not get those pictures out of the archive and get them onto your social media profiles? Okay, on to idea number four. I hope that these are sparking some thoughts, some interest in you. We've still got some more to go, so let's carry on with number four. Now, my idea for number four is something totally different. It's what I like to call an entertainment type post. I don't mean you being the entertainment. I mean your post is entertaining the people who are interacting with it. You know, this will look different on Facebook to it will on Instagram. The kind of things I'm talking about is maybe you share a funny video about a wedding. Maybe you show one of those funny pictures where it says, you know, whatever month you're getting in is going to be, whatever month you're getting married in, this is the hairstyle that would suit you the best. And, you know, it shows you if you're getting married in December, there's some crazy hairstyle or something like that. That's an entertainment post because people are seeing it, they're laughing along with it and they're finding it entertaining. You know, we've forgotten that social media isn't ultimately a marketing tool, although we use it like that. Social media is there to be social. Most people are on those platforms to socialize, to have fun, to be entertained. So there is a place for us doing that on our accounts. It can also be things like where you say, you know, who would be the first person at the dance floor on your wedding? Tag them in this. Or 
I don't know, there's so many different ideas out there of things you can say and do to entertain. Take a look at stuff you can share from other people. Go and look at the big wedding websites, see what they're posting about, see what videos are going viral um, and share those on your Facebook. Now on Instagram, this is going to look a bit different. We don't tend to share other people's things onto our grid on Instagram, but there's still ways you can entertain people. You know, ask people a question. People love to give their opinion on things. People love to tell you what they think is best. So an entertainment post could just be um, on Instagram, on your grid, you share two different pictures where they can swipe across to see them and they have to vote for their favorite. They have to tag someone in the comments. I don't know what it is, but it's something to entertain your audience, to make them laugh, to make them engage, to make them smile. Um, It doesn't need to promote your business in any way, shape or form, but obviously it needs to fit with your brand. So have a little think about what kind of posts you could be using to entertain your audience this week. Okay, let's move on to tip number five. The number five idea for your social media is why not stop only talking about yourself? Now, this might seem counterintuitive, but my number five idea is that actually you share somebody else's work. Now, this could either be a wedding venue um, or maybe another wedding professional that you like to work alongside. Now, it's important to note you don't want to be sharing your competitors. I'm not suggesting if you make wedding cakes, you share another wedding cake maker on your profile. But the great thing about the wedding industry is there's so many other parallel industry people out there. So if you're a florist, why not share someone else's cake? If you're a photographer, why not share someone else's flowers? There is so many options with this. Now, there's a couple of rules that you need to think about. Don't just share somebody else because they're your friend. You should only be sharing that person's work if their work aligns with yours. So, You know, if they're a luxury wedding planner and you're a luxury cake maker and you're working at similar kind of venues, then that would be a great match. But if you're working at a luxury hotel and your friend who makes cakes is making them for a low budget hotel, you know, it probably isn't a good match. So you need to find other wedding professionals, other venues which align with your same ethos, your same kind of weddings, and you have very similar ideal couples in mind. Once you've found them, reach out to them, chat to them, get to know them and ask if you can share some of their work on your profile. Now, the benefit of this is not only is it helpful for you and your audience because they're getting other help and insight into how to plan their wedding from other type of people. It's giving you extra content, which belongs to someone else. So you're not trying to make your own photos last for a long time because you've asked to use one of their photos. But also when you talk about someone else on your social media, guess what? They're going to then share it with their audience. And all of a sudden you can get your brand, your wedding business in front of another wedding business's audience. So it works both ways. It's reciprocal. So that's my post idea. Regularly find other people that you can work with and ask to share some of their images. Make sure it's on brand. Make sure they align with you. Make sure you've got their permission. And most of all, make sure you give credits where credits are due. You know, it's very frustrating if you see people sharing work and they haven't credited you properly for it. So go above and beyond if you're sharing and talking about someone else to credit them correctly. That's going to help build your relationship with them in the future. But don't be afraid of occasionally sharing somebody else's work or a venue that you want to work with or do work with because it's going to help you build relationships. If they share it, it's going to get you in front of some more people and it's going to give you more content for your social media as well. Okay, moving right on to post idea number six. My next idea for you for your post this week is to share a wedding planning tip with your audience. 
You are the expert at whatever it is that you do, and you have got loads of information in your head, which is going to be helpful for other people. Now, this will be second nature to you, so this information will feel obvious, but to people who are following you, couples who are planning their wedding, this might all be new, and you can be there to help them. So what I want you to do is start writing down questions that you get asked all of the time. What is it when people are planning their wedding with you that they are always asking you? It might be if you're in the wedding cake industry that people are often asking you about what size cake they need, how to keep their cake fresh, how long in advance they should be ordering their wedding cake from you. Whatever it is, there will be questions for all of you that lots and lots of people ask you. So write down all these questions, take in that information, think about what people ask you a lot and then start turning them into content for your social media. Just short tips that you can use to help other people. Again, sometimes this has a magic benefit. If other wedding industry people see your tips and they think they're good, then guess what? They also might share them to their audiences as well. So it's again, it's a win-win. But ultimately, you're helping those couples with their wedding planning. You're helping answering their questions so that it's saving you answering the same questions again and again, because hopefully they're getting answered on your profile. And also it's helping you to become an authority. Remember right at the start, I was talking about that know, like, and trust. They can trust you because you're showing you know what you talk about. You're making yourself a leader in your field. You're showing that you're the expert. They can trust you and therefore they can trust to book you for their wedding day. You will have so many tips and even the smallest things that you think are the most obvious will make great social media posts and will be really, really helpful for your audience. So start making that list. Get those tips down on a piece of paper and start thinking, what can I write to help someone in my audience? What little piece of advice can I give them today that's going to help them with their wedding planning and make life easier for them and therefore also position me as the expert? So that was idea number six. Find a wedding planning tip and share it on your profile. Again, you can share it as a graphic with the words on it that you've created or preferably find an image that you can use one from your collection and put the tip in the comment below. Okay, moving right on to our final post idea for today. And this one's an important one. And I promise you, most of you are probably not doing this enough. The final post that I wanna to talk to you about today is a post which is making a direct sell. Talking about selling. Now, we all don't like selling. We all shy away from it. And in the wedding industry, we are really bad at selling sometimes. We hide behind what we do. We want to be nice people and we're just a little bit scared of selling. I'm pretty sure there's a whole podcast episode we can do on this topic. But one of the problems I see on lots of your grids is that you just don't sell enough. You might be sharing lots of beautiful imagery of your work, but there's never a clear call to action. As customers, we need to know what the next step is. We need clear calls to action because otherwise we freeze and we do nothing. If we don't understand how to work with you, how to order from you, how to get in contact with you, then we just don't do it. It's unlikely we're gonna to go to lots and lots of effort to try and find out how to do it. We need a clear call to action to know how we can buy. So sometimes on our social media posts, we need to make clear calls to action. We need to tell people that they can actually buy from us. We need to tell people what the process is. It might be direct message me to get more information on this service. It might be go to my website and book in an appointment. Whatever it is, make a very, very clear call to action of what they need to do next and talk about it. 
If you've got special offers on where you're adding value if they book within a certain time frame, talk about it on your social media platforms. Now, we don't want to use our social media platforms to sell, sell, sell all of the time. We've talked about how social media is social. We should be there to educate. We should be there to entertain. We should be there to inspire. But you know what? Occasionally, we also need to be there to sell. So make sure you are putting out sales posts. They don't need to be super selly, discounty offer type posts. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about explaining how people can take the next step. Now booking for August 2022 to find out more, send me a message. We're nearly fully booked for 2021. If you want a space, go to our website booking form now. That's the kind of post I mean. Tell people if they want more from you exactly how they can do it. And don't make it too complicated. People do not like jumping through hoops. You need to make that call to action very, very clear and as simple as possible. So don't mix your messages. Don't say, call me or send me a DM or write to me or send me an email because people will feel confused and they just won't do any of it. Give them one clear call to action and ask them to follow it. Send me a DM and I'll send you more prices. That's as simple as it needs to be. I hope that's got your brain buzzing with lots of ideas. There is no need for you to sit down and not know what to post about this week. I'm very quickly going to recap all seven ideas again for you one more time. So number one, talk about yourself. Post a picture of you or one of your team and tell people a little bit about you. Help them to get to know you. Number two, share a testimonial from a past client or even a fellow supplier that you've worked with. Number three, dig into those archives. There will be photos on your computer. Share a throwback photo, a picture from a wedding from a few years ago or even last year or from a styled shoot that you've previously been involved in. The next idea for a post was an entertainment post, something that is just fun for your audience, is going to make them smile, is going to make them laugh, is going to make them get interacting or tagging their friends. Next, we talked about how you can share someone who's aligned with you, another wedding professional or even a venue. Just don't forget to ask their permission first. Then we talked about tips, sharing your knowledge, sharing your expertise and sharing those tips. And finally, don't forget to occasionally make the sale. Now, you may be wondering why seven tips. Well, I wanted to make sure you had something that you could post on your social media every day for the next week. Now, you may not want to post every day, but I highly recommend you find some kind of structure that works for you. If you always sit down and just randomly post when you think of something, you're not going to be consistent. And you know what? In all marketing, we need to be consistent. It's helpful to sit down ahead of time and think, how many times would I like to ideally be posting to my different social media accounts every week? Now, this is how we do it in our business, in my blog and for my personal pages. I think about how many times we want to post. So on the blog, we will post six times a week. Now, we have categories of what we're going to post about every single week. Now, I don't like telling people these categories. And by that, I mean, I don't like calling it throwback Thursday, winning Wednesday, those kind of things. You know, hi, it's winning Wednesday. Here's my win for the week. I'm not a massive fan of that. It works for some people, it might work for you, but it's just not my thing. However, behind the scenes to keep us on track, we do have those things. So 
For example, take the seven things I've told you about. It might be that on day one, we always share a testimonial. On day two, we always share another wedding business. On day three, we always share a tip. Then on day four, we always share a throwback. Then on day five, we always have an entertainment type post. We don't tell other people that, but it helps us get organized behind the scenes. And all of a sudden, it's a lot easier to schedule your social media in advance. So for example, if you know you're going to share a wedding planning tip every Tuesday for the next however many weeks, you know, get, take that piece of paper, write down all those questions that people ask you. If you've got 5, 10, 20 questions, that's the next 5, 10, 20 posts for the next 5, 10, 20 weeks already ready to go, planned out and scheduled in your system. Can you see how much simpler that is than sitting down and looking at a blank piece of paper? So grab your paper, decide how many times a week you want to be posting on your accounts and then give each of those days a category or a couple of categories if you want to rotate. And it's going to help you plan out. So choose the ones that are best for you. Make sure at least one of them includes that sales post. We don't want to neglect that. Make sure that sometimes you post a picture of you, but then choose what you're going to use from the other categories. I've given you seven. So if you want to be posting seven days a week, then you can. There is no excuse to sit down and not have ideas. I would love to see the plans that you make. So once you've written your plan down and you've put your outline, why not share a picture of it with me in my free Facebook group for wedding pros, wedding pros who are ready to grow. Come into the Facebook group, take a picture of your outline, share it in the group, and I'll give it my personal feedback because I would absolutely love to see it. I hope that today's episode has been helpful. I hope that you've got lots of ideas now of what you can be posting on your social media accounts. There's no excuse to have a blank mind now. You've hopefully got loads and loads of ideas to be getting going with. And you know what? If you want me to check them out, give me a tag and I'll take a look. With all these things, it's just about getting started. So go out there, make your plan, start posting. And once you've got a few weeks under your belt, you can review it and see what's working best and then maybe change your structure. But you know what? You've just got to get started. I hope this episode has been helpful for you and I look forward to seeing you next time. One thing I love about the wedding industry is the other amazing people you get to work with. If you want to meet like-minded wedding pros just like you, then why not join my free Facebook community, Wedding Pros Who Are Ready to Grow. Come, meet some new connections, hang out with me, and hopefully learn some new things too. Just search for us on Facebook.